What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 152 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. How's it going, everyone? Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. We have a ton to get to today, guys. Uh, I tell you what, yesterday uh, was my first losing day in a while here. Seemed like nothing went our way. Talking about sharp plays and uh, sharp line moves. Uh, just just one of those nights where uh, you can't catch a break. Sometimes everything goes your way. Sometimes nothing Sometimes nothing goes your way. So, uh, you know, kind of just going over yesterday's plays. Sharp play with the Houston Astros, uh, sharp play with the LA Angels, uh, sharp play, you know, we'll get to the NBA in a second, don't even get me started with that. Uh, Milwaukee Brewers, another nice move as well, uh, all went down, uh, unfortunately, really without a fight there. Uh, the funny thing is, kind of the sharpest play I've seen in a long time, the Pittsburgh Pirates, uh, that one just absolutely stunk, so it was so gross, you kind of had to take it in that one, but the Pittsburgh Pirates were able to win it. Um, I think it was, uh, what was it, a walk-off in the bottom of the ninth, but they won 5-4. to four. They opened plus 155, got all the way down to plus 126. So tough night in MLB. Uh, that doesn't happen often, but, um, you know, I think anytime you have a, a struggle there, I think you stick to your guns, but I think it also kind of dials you in a little bit more, and you you kind of, um, you know, it's, it's always great. And, you know, when you stack together winning days, you kind of just uh, stick with it and keep going, but anytime you have a, you have a rough day, you kind of reassess. You go over... Uh, is there something that I missed? Is there something that um, you know I, I overlooked, or did my bias get in the way, or what was going on? So uh, that's the thing about sports betting—it's hard. You know, anyone 
uh, in this industry knows that. You know, I think anyone uh, joining for the first time is, you know, let me get rich quick. Let me be a millionaire. I'm going to bet on uh, 10 games a night and win nine of them. But we all know uh, that sports betting is, is hard. It's hard, but you can win, and we've proven that on the pod. Uh, but there are nights when things don't go your way, and that was last night for me. Uh, you know, <laughs> adding a little bit of fuel to that fire, uh, NBA was rough because NBA, there were two games that, um, you know, we had a lot of value on both dogs. The Bucks battled. They ended up losing by nine. Um, that was a really sharp play to me and one of the biggest contrarian plays that you'll find in a long time, almost eight out of ten bets laid with the Heat. I really love the Bucks all day, and I got them plus four and a half, and I said, man, I got a pretty good number because, you know, it was two and a half or three. It kind of stayed there all day. It got to four, four and a half. I grabbed it. And then it got to five and a half. It even got to six at one book. And that's when I started to get nervous because um, it's one thing to be on the contrarian side. And to me, the Bucks are still, you know, such an epic contrarian playoff play that I'll make that every time. But the more that line crept up to the heat, the more I got worried because that was telling me it's not just public on the heat. There was probably some late action there uh, on Miami. And they were able to win and advance and cover, unfortunately. Um, and then the late game, too, annoyed me because the Rockets were sharp as attack. Um Probably the Bucks game annoyed me a little bit more just because uh, once that line started to creep up and up and up, I knew something was off there. I knew I, I might be um, you know, walking a tightrope on that one. The Rockets game, I'll take that loss. It was just annoying to me that you know they were in it most of the game and really just totally crumbled in the fourth quarter. But that was a really sharp play to Houston. You know, The Lakers opened minus 5.5. Um, I got a 5. They, they got down to 4.5. They closed at 4. Uh, beat the closing line by a full point, and the Lakers roll, win 112-102. Luckily, we did get the under in that one, 224 and a half down to 222. Um, and then in hockey, uh, actually a pretty good night in hockey. Hockey saved me a little bit, really limited my losses from, from a bad baseball night. Um, but Vegas, uh, knew I, I liked that spot with Vegas. It wasn't a huge analytical play. I mean, you did see that line go to Vegas late, kind of minus 150 to minus 160-ish. Some books even got to like minus 165. But I got to give a shout out to my guy Randy McKay. Randy is an old school wise guy. Uh, he came on the um, betting across America program with Mike Pritchard and I yesterday. He had his Golden Knights shirt on, and I'm breaking on the game with him. And he said he really liked the under. And just uh, based on style of play, you did see the under get juiced up around minus 115 late, uh, and the under cashed. So we got to buy Randy a drink next time we're in Vegas. But uh, Randy gave me a winner, and that was nice. And um, you know, kind of limited some losses, as I had mentioned. Uh, one thing I will mention, as always, and this is always a public uh, service announcement, but uh, flat betting, guys, and grinding. You know, we've posted so many straight winning days here that when you have a bad losing day, it's always important to know that, uh, number one, sports betting is a grind. It's a marathon, not a sprint. There will be ups and downs. That's, that's the name of the game. You can't overreact. You can't chase. Today, you know, if you lost three units yesterday, you can't chase and double down today and try to make it all back in one fell swoop. It's just back to the grind, back on the path of one unit per play, betting to risk, not betting to win. Um, reminder: I had a New York Times or a New York Times, a New York Post article talking about bankroll management, bet to risk, not bet to win. It's a little wonky and it gets a little confusing, but basically, you're always risking one unit, no matter what the what the odds are, and the payout will be determined by the price of the odds. So, if you are if you have a hundred dollars in your bankroll, hundred bucks. I suggest 3% of your bankroll per play. That's $3 a game if you're betting 100 bucks. That means you're risking $3 on any play you make and just grinding. So whether that's a favorite, whether that's a dog, if you're betting on a favorite, a minus number, your payout will be you know less than $3. If you're betting on a dog, 
and you win, you'll get the plus money. It'll be more than $3, but that's the goal, especially nights when nothing goes your way. Uh, and I'm still annoyed by last night, MLB. Uh, just seriously, like like Houston, uh, Milwaukee, L.A., you're telling me I can't even get one of those all-star plays with, with a good line move, uh, but whatever, I digress. But that bet-to-risk, that bet-to-win mentality, that flat betting mentality, one unit, risking one unit, 3% of your bankroll per play. And here's the key, guys, avoid parlays. Um, this is a really, really important thing that, um, you know, it really will sustain you long-term in sports betting. Everyone wants to become a millionaire overnight. And you think the quickest way to do it is to parlay all these teams. And if you put 10 bucks down, you'll win 1000 if they all cash. But all you're doing is just pulling the lever of a penny slot. That's all you're doing. You're giving a massive hold percentage and advantage to the house. Uh, do people part win big parlays? Yeah, they do. Like once in a blue moon, very, very rarely. And you got to think how many times you lost that, uh, you know, 20 parlays to win that one. It's just, you know, when you think about it, and I wrote about this in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting, the hold percentage. The hold percentage is the amount of money the book holds on to after every bet has been settled and paid out. So the hold percentage on a regular individual bet in, the, in basically the major sports, you know, NFL, college football, NBA, uh, MLB, you know, your college basketball, that hold percentage is about 5%. So for every dollar bet on any of those games, the house is typically holding on to around $0.05. Cents. When you get to parlays, and this accounts for teasers as well, the whole percentage is about 30%. So just think about that. The book's keeping $0.05 cents on every dollar on an individual bet. They're keeping $0.30 cents on every dollar on every parlay and teaser. What does that tell you? Parlays, teasers, they make a killing for the house. Uh, you look in the desert and you see these big, tall buildings. How do you think they had the money to, to build them? Off of slot machines, penny slots, and parlays. That's really the key there. So flat betting, grinding, don't let a bad day get you down. Just stick with it. And, uh, and we're in this for the long haul. There will always be ups and downs. Sports betting is a roller coaster. But if you stick to the, the blueprint, sharp contrarian, beat the closing line, um, that's how you're going to win long term. And we've proven that on this pod. So a uh, reminder, guys, resetting the stage. Happy Wednesday or halfway through our week. Uh, we're going to get it back today. We're going to grind like we always do. I want to remind everyone that we have a really big subscri subscription drive going on at VEASAN. Uh, $240 for a year membership. Uh, that comes out to about 77 cents a day. That's nothing. And this will get you so much great content and information. I told you before, I've been digging through the Pro Football Betting Guide. It's awesome. Breakdowns per team. Um, all the experts have their win total bets, all this stuff. It's really, really great. We'll also have our uh, College Football Betting Guide coming up here, I believe, tomorrow. And I, I don't know if it's – I think it's tomorrow. But also we have NFL opening day tomorrow. So this is there's just so much going on here. And really, when you think about it, 240 is, uh, you know, it's a good chunk of change up front, but you'll make it back in spades on the back end. Um, and then I also want to let you know, get it now, because on September 21st, a um, little less than two weeks from now, it's going to go up to $348. So get locked into this good rate. Okay, everything we do, all the betting guides, all the point spread weeklies, all my capsules that I'm um, doing again for the second year here for VEASAN for all the NFL games, just breakdowns and where the smart money is going along with that daily best bet email, all the best bet picks from the hosts and the guests, uh, all our exclusive pro, pro, uh, programming, being able to replay all the different programs throughout the day, exclusive content, all that stuff. So go to vsin.com slash subscribe. Uh, I challenge you to sign up for a year for 240 and also tell a friend. Um, that would really, really 
uh, be great for you and for us. It's a win-win. So uh, reminder too, guys, before we get into all the plays for today, which uh, I actually do really like the MLB board today. I'm excited to, to really, really dial in more than usual and get back some money that we lost yesterday. Um, but I want to remind you guys, as always, get on Twitter. Twitter's where it's at. Um, don't laugh at it. Don't don't think you got to uh, you know post pictures of your dog or your dinner plate or get a lot of retweets and clicks. It's not about what you put out for me on Twitter. It's about what you get, what you get from following you know local beat reporters, uh, injury information, uh, information from following sports books, following VEASAN, following other sharp bettors, being able to direct message and talk to other bettors and, you know, build a gambling community. That's another chapter in my book, you know, how to build a, a betting community where, um, you know, I have a bunch of people across the country, across the world where uh, they say, who do you like today? And I say, who do you like today? And we'll exchange plays. And if I overlap with some respected bettors that I really, really, um, I know are, are sharp, then that's a good sign for me. So you can do that through direct messaging on Twitter. So get on Twitter, create an account if you haven't yet. If you already have, make sure you follow at VEASAN Live, the mothership. We tweet out great videos all day, breakdowns, uh, and tell a friend. I want to get VEASAN to 100,000 followers. To me, it's a travesty that we don't have 100,000 followers. I think we're at like 60. So let's get that up there. Uh, and then also give me a follow. You can find me at Josh underscore insights. That's I-N-S-I-G-H-T-S. And remember, uh, you can always shoot me an email. My email box uh, inbox is always open. If you just want to say hello, if you want to give me a, a question, a comment, um, you know, a suggestion, I'm always here to help you. I've been getting a lot of questions about five dimes, um, them shutting out U.S. players uh, pretty soon here. So make sure you withdraw your account. I've been given some recommendations on other accounts um, that you can take that money out and, uh, and transfer it. So let me know if you have any questions. I can refer you and get you into a, uh, um, a good book that you can uh, now transfer your, your five dimes money to. So. Uh, that's about it, but let's uh, let's get the introduction out of the way and let's uh, let's break down some games for today, guys. So uh, let's talk MLB, and I'm excited to beat the board in MLB today. I'm just I'm I'm all fired up. I'm feisty. Uh, baseball's been the gift that keeps on giving. I can probably count on one hand my losing days on baseball, and yesterday was one of them. So I'm excited to get back into it today uh, and really dig into these lines. I don't know about you guys, but anytime I have a bad day in a specific sport. I really come back fired up looking to attack it the next day. That's just something weird about me. But uh, one thing I would say to our advantage in baseball today is that, you know, yesterday's baseball board had 18 games, a lot of double headers, a lot of games across the board. And as a result, um, maybe that had something to do with us, you know, uh, picking more losers than winners yesterday. You know, today's board is only 12 games. So, number one, the public will have fewer games to choose from which means they're going to load up on more of the same games that might benefit us. And then also, I don't think anything goes unnoticed today. I think it's easier with a smaller group of games to choose from to identify where the smart money's at. So I think that's kind of a just, I saw only 12 games today. I said, that's a good sign. So first game on the board, uh, looking at Milwaukee and Detroit. So Milwaukee let me down yesterday. Absolutely zero effort. They're getting less than half the tickets yesterday. They had a massive reverse line move, minus 120 to minus 150, and they get curb stomped eight to three so just ridiculous pathetic that being said i am back on the beer makers today guys this is another sharp play on milwaukee this is another 50 50 bet game this is your early game of the day 1 10 p.m eastern time game this game opened at milwaukee a minus 140 road favorite they're all the way up to minus 155 i'm seeing some books even minus 160 so that's a pretty sharp move you know they're getting half or even slightly less than half of the tickets huge line move in their favor uh, you're kind of buying low off a loss. 
And also, uh, this under has taken a lot of uh, a lot of sharp action. Open eight and a half. It's all the way down to eight. I'm actually seeing some seven and a halfs across the board. But that would be a favorite with a low total. So that would again, you're on a favorite. You want a low total, fewer amount of expected runs scored. You know, game theory. If you think about it, it's more likely that those runs will come from the better team. We're on a dog. We like high totals because more expected runs scored leads to more variance, leads to more upset opportunities. But this is a really sharp play to Milwaukee again. Uh, line move in their favor, big line movement. And one thing I like is the pitching matchup here. Corbin Burns has been pretty good, 2-0, 2.34 ERA. Matthew Boyd's been god-awful, 1-5, uh, 6.64 ERA. The ironic thing is I actually kind of like Matthew Boyd long-term, but he's definitely struggled. Uh, and Milwaukee hits lefties pretty good. They're 12-17 and 17 against righties, but they're 6-5 and five against lefties. So I know it's uh, kind of a high line, but give me Milwaukee early. Uh, around minus one. I'm shopping for the best line here. Minus 155, I see it, one book. Uh, KC and Cleveland. Looking at this one here, guys. Uh, big upset. If you took KC yesterday, um, you saw them dip a little bit. Public was all over Cleveland. Cleveland fell around minus 220 to minus 210. Look at today's spot. Uh, you know, similar sort of thing. You had Cleveland open minus 224. They're down to minus 196. I'm seeing a little bit to the under here. The total open at 8, public's on the over because it was an 8-6 game yesterday, but the under is now uh, 8 under minus 120, so liability to the under. You also have a couple things we like, wind blowing in at progressive field, about 8-10 miles an hour straight in. Also a pretty good under ump, James Hoy, he's about 54% to the under historically. So Duffy Carrasco, um, I'm looking at the under in that one. Uh, New York Yankees in Toronto. The Yankees are dead to me. I hate the Yankees. I grew up uh, and I still am a diehard Red Sox fan, even though my Sox are terrible this year. I've been betting on the Yankees two games in a row. I've lost two games in a row on the Yankees. What is wrong with the Yankees? That being said, I'm on them today, guys. The Yankees are another sharp play. They open uh, minus 126 on the road at Toronto, uh, which is actually at Buffalo, believe it or not. Um, but this game has moved pretty far. This is a really sharp play on the Yankees. Garcia against Roark. Yankees go from minus 126 to minus 138, um, even closer to minus 140, even though you have like two-thirds of bets on Toronto. So that's a really sharp reverse line move on the Yankees. Um, again, Yankees have been letting me down. They owe me a unit today, um, or uh, betting to risk one unit on a minus 138. What'll I win? I'll win like 0.8 units or something, uh, but knock on wood, that's a really sharp play on the Yankees. Um, so let's see if uh, the Yanks can finally give us back a win here. Uh, Davey Garcia, or Debbie Garcia, 0-1, but 3.37 ERA. Roark, 5.74. So uh, go Yanks. Kind of a reverse line move spot there. Keep an eye on Pittsburgh. They're not as sharp as yesterday, but the White Sox did open minus 175. They're down to minus 162. Um, so if that continues to fall, uh, Pitt is sharp once again. Miami and Atlanta. So this is a really sharp play to Miami. Uh, you have a, a really good move here. Atlanta's pitching Tommy Malone. Miami's pitching Lopez, Pablo Lopez, 3.05 ERA. Malone is 5.3. The Fish have taken the first two games of this series. Um, and I think this is another important thing about looking at late line movement because I, I remember yesterday I think we were talking about how Atlanta was a sharp play pretty much throughout the day. They were like minus 120, minus 115 up to minus 120. Well, you saw that line dip late to Miami. And always remember, you know, that late movement is really, really meaningful. And again, you know, take the pod, use it as a blueprint, and then make sure things are kind of progressing in the same direction throughout the day. If you see something crazy go the other way, then uh, that might be sharp action coming in late. 
But Miami's won the first two. Public says Atlanta's the better team. There's no way they can get swept here. But this is a sharp play to Miami, guys, uh, to back the fish. It's one of your most heavily bet games of the day. Atlanta open, minus 135. They're down to minus 125, even though tickets are pretty much split here. So that's a good uh, good spot to back uh, Miami going for the sweep here at Atlanta. Reverse, uh, reverse line move about plus 130 down to plus 115. Shop for the best line you may be able to get. I see a plus 118 there. Uh, at a square book, but uh, give me the fish once again. Baltimore and New York Mets. Uh, Baltimore seems to have the Mets number here. Uh, they won yesterday 11 to 2. Uh, they were around plus 165 if you took that. Um, public is on Baltimore, though, and I actually think this is a really sharp reverse line move favorite, even though it's a big line if you want to take the Mets. Mets open minus 165. They're up to minus 180, even though a little more than half, two thirds of bets are on Baltimore. So I know uh, Porcello, who uh, I saw very closely in Boston. He had one fantastic year, won the Cy Young. Other than that, his ERA was like 5.5 every year. Um, I know it's tough to back Porcello. Again, 5.54 ERA. Funny, I didn't even look at it until now, but um, that can, I, I just know this guy. That being said, he's going to pitch a gem tonight. Uh, Baltimore's won four in a row. Mets have dropped two in a row. Public says, give me Baltimore streaking here with a big payout. But why did this line open so high, and why is it stayed where it's at and actually moved further to the Mets? Smells to me like a, a Mets reverse line move play there. Um, keep on cruising, Cincinnati and the Cubbies. If you want to lay the wood here with the Cubs, you got a pretty good uh, situation. This open pretty big U Darvish has been great this year. I think he's 7-1, 1.77 ERA. If he keeps going, he'll win the Cy Young. And I thought Theo was crazy to give him all that money, but he's actually pitching great this year. Open minus 140. Cubs at home, even though since he's pitching Bauer, who's also, I think he's got a two ERA. Uh, public is kind of right down the middle. They they like Bauer and since he's getting plus money, but they also respect Darvish. But we have seen this move, this line move further to the Cubs, minus 140 to around minus 150. Really low total, total six and a half there. And by the way, the under, uh, the weather is crazy. Wind is blowing straight in at Wrigley at around 13 miles an hour, uh, 10, 12 miles an hour. So that's kind of that's notable for sure toward that under. So it's super low to begin with. And I was looking, I saw the weather because I always just I'm a I'm a loser. I check Cubs weather the night before because Wrigley's like the one stadium where the wind can like super impact your your over or under. But I looked last night and I was writing the newsletter and I was like, man, okay, Cubs are really sharp. You know, lines moving to, to Darvish, even though he already opened as a favorite. Uh, and they didn't have the total posted, which is crazy. So I, anytime they, they wait late on the total, it's for wind reasons. That's because wind is blowing straight in. But the Cubbies are looking good here, guys. Uh, Oakland and Houston. Another one I lost last night. I mentioned Houston. Houston was really sharp. Um, you had, who was it, Grinky Went from like minus 113 to like minus 130. They lose 4-2 to two straight up. Good spot to back Oakland tonight. Uh, public is on Houston. And this line opened at minus 155 toward Oakland. Oakland's up to minus 170. So you're laying a big number here, which again, I don't like laying these big numbers, but I'm fine with it if it's a sharp play. This is a fade the trendy dog. Big public majority or slight majority here on Houston, yet lines moving to Lazardo and Oakland. So give me uh, give me Oakland at home with their young stud on the mound. If you take a look, um, uh, this, is a, this is a good spot where, you know, I think depending on shopping for the best line, you can get a minus 170. It's not bad at all there either. Uh, Dodgers and Arizona, um, that was crazy. Arizona almost pulled it off last night. They're up big, and the Dodgers battled back, and they won 10-9. Uh, um, 
Anyone take the over there? That was actually another one that we hit, luckily. But the over, um, what was it, nine, nine and a half. Uh, and that one rose. And was the roof open or closed there? It's been super hot. Apparently it was open, so that was a good sign. Um, but that was a uh, crazy comeback by the Dodgers. If you live line them, I think they're down four to one or five to one or something. But today, uh, Dodgers, Arizona, big line to the Dodgers, minus 260 to minus 280. If you like them, I would look more at a run line play, minus one and a half, uh, minus 170. And keep an eye on Seattle late. Seattle would have been nice. Seattle uh, battled last night. They would have been a big, like, plus 150 hit. They lost six to five. Um, but I think there's some value there. If you see that line move further to Seattle late, uh, think about a sprinkle on a, on a dog, late night dog. Because that open minus 146 to Giants, it stayed the same or tipped down to like minus 140. And uh, Nick Marjavicious, a lefty going for Seattle, uh, 3.86 ERA, Tyler Anderson 5.17. So keep an eye on Seattle late, especially if you see a late move. Uh, hopefully we pick some winners here, guys, because I'm uh, I'm feisty. And I want, I want to get some money back in baseball because baseball is kind of closet my favorite sport to bet on. Uh, just grind every day. And uh, I, I get a little, I get a little crazy if we have a bad day. So let's get it back today. Uh, with that being said, we're going to take a very short break here, guys. When we get back, we're going to discuss NBA, two big games in the playoffs: Celtics Raptors and Clippers Nuggets. Uh, also a little NHL and then a little NFL because Week One, believe it or not, starts tomorrow. And there was a big, big injury to a really good defensive player in the AFC West, which really impact a game uh, week one line. So I will uh, inform you if you haven't heard about it yet. And this was a team that we identified early on Lombardi line, grabbing points, and now they've become a favorite off of a really big injury. So stay tuned. I'll let you know what it is uh, on the other side once we get back to finish up the second half of Wednesday's VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with Josh Applebaum. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, 
I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, thanks for sticking with us here. We're going to wrap up our pod, uh, talk the first half about baseball. Now we're going to flip it over to some NBA so first game on the board, Raptors and Celtics. So Celtics uh, had a huge win. Um, they absolutely, you know, dominated uh, Toronto to take a 3-2 lead in game uh, five. They won 111-89. Um, and now it's Toronto back uh, up against the wall here. Toronto loses their seasons over. Two-thirds of bets are on the Celtics. Public says Celtics are the better team, and uh, and they're about to roll here. And you did get early on some a little bit of sharp money when the line opened Celtics minus three. Immediately, you had some Celtics minus three money come in, and now the line is at three and a half. But I got to tell you something, guys. Raptors plus three and a half is a really good value play tonight. You have this heavy betting on the Celtics right off the bat. Raptors are contrarian, and remember, I'm a Celtics fan telling telling you this. Okay, so uh, my bias is not not incorporated here ever. Um, but Celtics minus three to minus three and a half. At the three and a half, though, you have two thirds of bets on the Celtics. The line will not go to four. That's notable to me. You have this heavy betting, but yet the line will not go to four. I'm actually seeing some books that tip back down to three. Um, it's mostly three and a half, but a couple out there went three and a half down to three. And any three and a halves, a couple of them are um, juicing up the plus three and a half, minus 115. So it looks to me the Raptors plus three and a half, pretty good value play today. Contrarian, kind of a line freeze, a little bit of late uh, reverse line movement, heavily bet game, buying low. With their season on the line, I know they don't have Kawhi, but you're still a defending champion here. I think they battle hard tonight. Maybe the Celtics eke it out, uh, but Raptors plus three and a half to me, pretty good play. Uh, believe it or not, I have been uh, I've been looking at these totals, man. The Celtics Raptors total is five and zero to the under this series. Every game is 110 to 90. Super low scoring games, uh, and it looks like once again we have another low scoring game. The total opened two ten. I worry because, you know, we had totals 218, 217, 215, 214. Now it's 210. So the books are dropping these numbers because they know public will just take the under. But it may not matter. It's 210. It's down to 209.5 in a lot of books. So um, this is a uh, another underplay. This is the kind of play where uh, if, it, if it's low scoring, you say, how did I not take it? It's cashed every game this series. I did see as we speak very, you know, 10, 20 minutes ago. And keep in mind, I'm telling you this at 11.08 a.m. Eastern Time in, in Burlington, Massachusetts, on the outskirts of Boston. Uh, I saw some smart money hit under 210. 
Um, so that, that's your number there. Um, keep an eye out to uh, Serge Ibaka. He is questionable with an ankle, so he's a guy who they've gotten some offense from. You know, you would like him in if you got uh, Raptors value plus three and a half. But if you're on the under, probably him being out hurt, uh, helps you a little bit because he's he's been a source of scoring there. Uh, but that under and the Raptors pretty good value today. Uh, and then Clippers Nuggets, man, I, I, it's crazy to me. This blueprint of the last few games here, public is all over the Nuggets. Seventy, you know, seventy percent, three out of four bets. Grabbing the Nuggets and the points, the Nuggets have battled. They've kept these games very close. Uh, they covered last game. Um, they're eight and a half dog. They lost by what six? Uh, game before that, they they won the game straight up. Um, the opening game, um, you know, because they're down what they're down two to one. Clippers are up two to one. But opening game, they got blown out by twenty three. But that was kind of they were tired off that game seven grueling series here. But public says just give me the Nuggets once again. Um, and the Nuggets are getting a big share of bets. This line open at minus 7.5 uh, Clippers. Everyone's grabbing plus 7.5 Nuggets. But the line's gone to minus 8 Clippers. So this is another fade the trendy dog, reverse line move, contrarian favorite play on the Clippers, believe it or not. Um, it may come down to the wire. It may be a battle all game long, and then maybe they open it up late and turn it on late. Um, again, it's like how do you not grab the points here with the Nuggets plus 8? But we got to be honest here, guys. Big public play to the Nuggets and line move to Clippers. It looks to me, based on the market movement, um, minus 7.5. Sharps hit Clippers minus 7.5. And, and they're only getting 3 out of 10 bets. And that's pretty good value just, just regardless of that. Uh, I haven't really seen much with the total. It's 220. Um, I think 220.5 some books were at. Really hasn't budged. Unders have done well in the NBA playoffs. Uh, so keep an eye out on that, but nothing to report as of now. Uh, let's go to NHL. Uh, Islanders and Tampa Bay. Islanders uh, got absolutely smoked in game one. I really did not see that coming. Um, it was a kind of like a baseball score, uh, low scoring, you know, not a football score, but eight to two. Um, and you don't see that in hockey very often, 10 goals overall. Uh, Tampa Bay is another big favorite. They're around minus 165. Seen some books, you know, um, eh, minus 160 up to minus 165. If you want to lay it with Tampa, I get it. That scares me a little bit. I think you get a much better effort out of the Islanders here today. Um, I actually took them game one, and you know they got obliterated here. But I gotta, I gotta uh, tell you one thing. I like the under in this game a lot. So you kind of say, Josh, you're you're insane. You know they scored, um, uh, <laughs> they scored what ten goals in the first game. So that sounds to me like just take the over. They're gonna score another ten. But I think you know, kind of just looking at the way the Islanders play, I think that game one was an aberration. I think they probably learned some things about. Tampa Bay, I think Barry Trotz really tightens up that defense. I really don't think, um, you know, the Islanders lose 3 nothing, 3-2. to two, I get that. I don't think they're going to lose 8-2 to two games again. So I think you're buying low on an under, under 5.5. The under is minus 125. Sportsbooks are telling you, making you pay minus 125 to the under that they have liability on the under. So I just love that they scored a million goals last game, and now the under is juiced up this game. Tells me that uh, we could be looking at a lower scoring game in this one. And then NFL, just to wrap it up, guys, um, one big injury that took place. I uh, mentioned this in the newsletter this morning. Make sure you sign up. It's free, uh, vsun.com slash newsletter. Um, gives a game breakdowns, Dave Tooley's uh, takes from the night before, uh, vsun programming, everything. But big injury to Von Miller, star uh, pass rusher for Denver. Um, if you've been listening to Lombardi Line, we've been on Tennessee from the start. This open Broncos minus two and a half. It got down to a pick'em, and uh, then we saw this news break from I think it was Rappaport that he 
uh, Von Miller has a serious injury to his ankle. He might miss the year. This line is now flipped to Tennessee minus 2.5. So if you like Tennessee, you're a little late, but they are looking good here. If they, if this goes to 3, you're probably going to – I'm probably going to have to be on Denver plus 3 um, at home based on a crazy move like that. Uh, but if you like Tennessee, especially with an injury to Von Miller, um, just don't get him at minus 3. They're still minus 2, minus 2.5. Two uh, I don't like that because you're on the back end of a, of a late move here. But but that being said, at least get it before it goes to three because then I think uh, you might flip a little bit there to uh, to Denver uh, Denver value plus three at home. And we'll continue to update you guys. we got a lot going on here. Um, I would mention Green Bay, Minnesota. Public's all over Green Bay. Minnesota open minus three and a half or minus three. They're now down to minus two and a half. So you may be able to get Minnesota now minus two and a half uh, buying low in that one. Um, we got a, just a ton of games to talk about, and I'm excited because we got uh, we got NFL back, baby. And talking about tomorrow continues to be a sharp Houston play. Uh, KC plus ten and a half down, or sorry, KC minus ten and a half down to minus nine. Um, big move there toward Houston, but let's see what shows up on game day because we're gonna have some big moves coming in. Uh, but that's about it, guys. Another day, another dollar. Uh, let's get it back today. Let's grind. Let's uh, get back to the basics and uh, and flat bet and grind our way back. Because um, that's what we do. But if you are interested in learning more about sports betting, if you like the way we break down games and talk our way through line moves and uh, pinpoint sharp action and go contrarian and shop for the best line, all that stuff, how to place a bet in person, uh, sport by sport, tips and strategies, buy my book. My book is called The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. It's available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. It'll really make my day and make me happy if you bought it. And if you really, really want to be a hero and be my favorite person in the world, uh, give it five stars and a solid review on Amazon uh, so that the uh, the Illuminati algorithm on Google um, or Amazon keeps it up there on the charts. Um, it would mean a lot to me, guys. But good luck. Thank you. Keep grinding. Uh, stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Bet against the public. Uh, stick to your bankroll management. Good day, bad day, doesn't matter. Uh, marathon, not a sprint attitude. Even-keeled attitude and, uh, and mindset is what's going to sustain you long-term in the world of sports betting. So uh, I will see you at the window, whether it's the Borgata, the new brick-and-mortar, DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, about 20 minutes north of me in New Hampshire, or the or the new Circa, or the South Point, wherever it may be. Uh, show me your ticket at the window. If, as long as it's sharp, contrarian, you beat the closing line, and, uh, and it's not a parlay, I'll buy you a beer. Have a great day, guys. Good luck, and I'll see you tomorrow. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.